Welcome to America's Commercial Real Estate Show, your source for market intel, forecasts, and success strategies. Hello, I'm Michael Bull. Thank you for being with us. Well, this segment is brought to you by CommercialAgentSuccess.com. That has video training for commercial brokers, and it's from me, so check it out. Well, today we have a great show for you. We're going to talk about press and PR strategies. You know, it's interesting, if you can get in the press from press coverage, it is so much better than running any type of ad. But you don't want to make mistakes. You also want to be prepared when the press contacts you. So we're going to talk about some tips of how to deal with PR, how to deal with the press, uh, maybe even think about it in terms of social media. Uh, we're going to give some examples of some uh, companies and developers who have really done it right. And then lastly, we'll follow up with some mistakes you really want to avoid. Well, please welcome my guest. I have Rachel Tobin, and uh, she is with Jackson Spaulding, and they're a marketing and communications firm. Uh, and are you headquartered in Atlanta, uh, Rachel? We sure are. We're headquartered in Atlanta, yeah. and yeah. I lead our commercial real estate practice as well as our national media practice. Yeah, and Rachel's been in the business. Uh, she's been uh, a reporter. You have been with, with big uh, organizations doing reporting and now and you've been on the PR side for how long? Seven years now. Yeah. Before that I was with the Atlanta Journal Constitution and with the Atlanta Business Chronicle um, in a similar role to what our other guest is in right now. Yeah and all real estate right? All real estate. And then please welcome Amy, Amy Wink. She's with Atlanta Business Chronicles and she leads the commercial real estate practice. Thanks for being with us. Thank you so much for having me. And you guys have the Biz Chronicles right? The Biz Journals rather all yeah. over the country. Yes. Yeah, so we're part of a chain of more than 40 papers, mm -hmm. American City Business Journals. You probably have one in your city mm -hmm. um, under the name probably Business Journal. We're the Chronicle here in Atlanta, but same company and a similar strategy across the company. Excellent. Well, I think one of the things on my audience mind would be, you know, how do you get in the press? How do you get a story or a development to, to be noticed and, and get in the press and get some news? I'll start. Okay. Um, it's pretty simple. Do something interesting, do something big. <laughs> yeah. um, if you have a cool project in a cool location, you don't have to worry about reaching out to the press. We're going to be contacting you um, maybe sooner than you'd like us to. Mm -hmm. um, so you kind of need to be prepared for when we reach out. Um, oftentimes that's when you file um, perhaps an application with the city, like a public document. That comes up, we're going to know some details about your project, we'll be calling. Um, so that's the first thing to remember. <laughs> right. Well, what if you and you mentioned maybe you're calling me sooner than I want to mm -hmm. to get it out there. What if you do call me too soon and I'm not comfortable with it being out in the press yet? Well, we'll, we'll need to have a conversation. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes we can work out a timing that works for you. We, but as reporters, we do have to be conscious of the fact that if there is a public document out there. You know, the, the world can see that. So, um, but you know, we, we will work with you. Um, and especially if, if you promise us an exclusive or a bigger story, those are some terms to kind of negotiate. So yeah. it's always a discussion. It, it varies every time. So, so do talk to you. Don't clam up and not respond. I mean, you're welcome to do that. <laughs> we can always print a no comment. Um, but I think, you know, let's talk you know, on background first, you know, not for quoting. Let's see how we can work best together to come up with the best story. I mean, because it's in our interest to have a great story too. Right. Have the most information. So we're, we're, we're willing to 
have a relationship. Yeah, and if the project's going to be in the news, maybe you want to try to influence it if you're the developer or you're controlling that development, right? Right. Other tips related to that, right? Well, I really hope you've thought about a strategy before you put a public document into the public domain. Because mm -hmm. if you're showing renderings at a neighborhood meeting, the press is definitely going to hear about it, especially in a town like Atlanta where we have so much interest in commercial real estate. Mm -hmm. um, we have a lot of opportunities to get our stories out in Atlanta. And the flip side of that is we have a lot of reporters who want those stories. So hopefully you've engaged your PR team or an agency to help you come up with what's your initial statement, um, what can you say, and when can you say it. Um, I would tell you you might want to tell Amy about it before you go to the public meeting so that you get your voice and your message across in those yeah. um, initial stories. Because once the story's out of your control, it can be really hard to go back and get your angle and your voice yeah. in and, it. And I know some people are a little nervous about the press and they're nervous that maybe the story doesn't come out the way they would like uh, or maybe some of the facts are wrong. So what are some tips, uh, Rachel, for a company that maybe feels that way? Is that and should they think about a PR company and, and what, what do you yeah. guys really do? Oh, that's a great question. What do we do, right? Um, hopefully we help educate our clients on what to expect. Um, the, okay, so one thing we talk about with our clients right now is the peso model. So it means what kinds of media are there? There's paid, there's earned, there's shared, and there's owned. So earned media is when you have done something of such news interest that a reporter like Amy will want to report on it. So that is really considered the gold standard a lot of times because she mediates it, right? She fact checks it. Um, she puts it possibly on the front page of the Business Chronicle. Um, it gets a ton of credibility because a news organization has determined that it's it's interesting enough um, but you also have to know that she's not going to just print your press release yeah. um, she's going to talk to other experts <laughs> right <laughs> and so um, you have to know that maybe you won't like the headline and a lot of times the reporters don't even see the headlines before they run so mm -hmm. think of it in the bigger context would your competitors have killed to have that story even if it's not a hundred percent in your words, but was it generally good? Was it 85% right. positive? I think you're winning if that's the case. And if you don't have the stomach for that, then I recommend you go for a paid strategy, buy an advertisement, or use your own channels, which are your own website, your Twitter page, your Instagram, whatever that is. Um, and you try to get people to share um, your information you know, through social media. Okay, and what about the professional that would like to be chosen uh, as an expert for an interview or maybe to be on a show like this one uh, or to be uh, interviewed and by the, the by the business chronicle well, how can a professional kind of put themselves out there what should they do to, to be noticed for that um, so I think the best strategy is to reach out for a meeting with me mm -hmm. you know I do this with a lot of brokers and developers so we'll meet for a lunch We'll talk about the market. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I don't work in the business, right? Mm -hmm. I rely on sources and experts mm -hmm. to help me understand who are doing the deals, um, to help me understand the, the broader context of the deal. So let's meet for a breakfast, a lunch. Let's get to know each other. Um, and be available when I'm on deadline. That's the thing I think people need to understand about reporters. We work on stories, and there's a very fast turnaround. Um, so something will come up. And I'll be looking for sources, and I'll, you know, I'll have an idea of somebody. I'll reach out. 
be available right then or call back soon. Um, and you know, over time, as we talk and get to know each other, I feel like you know the market, you have good, a good um, perspective on the market. Maybe you're a little bit skeptical. I love to have experts who give me the other side of things. You know, that's a great point of view. So um, it's it's like anything in life. It's re relationship building. <laughs> yeah. Well, I love your, t your tip about the speed there because I know when I get contacted at the press, if you don't get back to them right away, you guys are down the road, right? Right. I got to get back to you quick. And even on our show, sometimes we'll reach out to someone to be on the show. And if they don't get back to us soon enough, we've already filled the spot because a lot of people would like to be on and like the opportunities that the, the press provides, right? And let me chime in there too. So you can work with your PR team or an agency on how to become an expert um, to the media. I mean, one thing you can do is just have your PR team send an email to the target media you'd like to appear and say, you know, Michael Bull is available for interviews. Here's his expertise. And you never know, it might hit them on a day when you're, they're looking for that exact thing. Uh, you can write um, thought leadership pieces and you can pitch them to the various real estate publications across the country. Um, there's so many to choose from. You can appear on panels, so you can go to NAOP, ULI, REAC, um, you name it. We've got so many, you know, Cornet, BOMA. You can start to go to those events and um, see if you can appear on panels. And those things over time, I think what you have to remember with getting your message out is it's not one time. You have to keep a drumbeat of information going out and so that uh, you remain relevant and it People may not react the first time, but they're going to react the fifth or the sixth time they start seeing your name. They're like, oh, Michael Bull, I see you all over town, right? Mm -hmm. And they're going to start calling you. That's great. <laughs> I need the call. So I, uh, <laughs> I'm lonely over here. Now, one thing you, you mentioned, Amy, was um, exclusives. And so I think a lot of uh, writers would like to have exclusives. Mm -hmm. So how should we think about that on the principal side? If we're doing a development, we've got a big project coming down the road. How should we think about that? to help us? I definitely think that you should reach out to the publication that you read, number one. Develop that relationship with us. Let us know that you, you want our paper to do well. I mean, it's, a, again, just the relationship. Reach out to us um, as you're gearing up for your big project. So I should call Marvel Comics and tell them? <laughs> 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 no, no, I'm kidding. appropriate. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of developers in town, and they come to us every time with their big projects. Mm -hmm. and, it's, and this relationship has been going on longer than before you know, my employment at the Chronicle, right? Like there's longtime friends of the Chronicle. Um, and, and you reach out to us before, like we said earlier, you file a public document. You, you let us know what's going on, the timeline, um, and then, you know, we work with you to, to get the story in. Yeah, and how do you know, Rachel, which uh, publication or which press outlet is, is the right one if you're talking to two or three of them and they'd all like to have the exclusive uh, that's a really good question, and that's a tough problem to have because um, these are relationships I hope you've been developing, so you don't want to hurt Amy's feelings or make her editors mad at her because what happens is up the chain, they say, how come you didn't get that, right? And mm -hmm. so that's not a good place to be. Um, at a more macro level, I think you want to know who your target audience is for your message. So are you trying to reach consumers? moms, um, soccer players, you know, try to figure out who you really need to talk to. Um, I think the Business Chronicle has an audience that is um, very influential, you know, it does tend to be business folks and I hope maybe Amy will tell us more about who her audience is. 
Um, if you want a more consumer audience, you might go to a different publication. Um, if someone's been really um, assertive with you and has been on the story, um, I recommend you reward them for that um, and try to go to them and then try to protect the exclusive. So we've had situations where we're working with a lot of partners and we have committed to, let's say, the Chronicle, an exclusive, and one of the other partners has gone to another publication and that has just been horrible. Mm -hmm. So you really need your PR folks to corral the team and make mm -hmm. sure everyone stays with the strategy and, and protects those relationships. Because at the end of the day, it's a relationship that you do have with the paper. I mean, as a reporter, we'd rather not have like a PR strategy involved. We'd rather be dealing one-on-one, -on -one. no offense. It's fine, but, that's fine, we know. You know we want to work one-on-one -on -one with the developers, the yeah. brokers. Of course, we want the exclusives every time, right. you know? So that's what I'm working every day for, right? The right. best stories, right. the, the biggest stories. Right, the, uh, the scoop. <laughs> the scoop, right? Uh, <laughs> and so, you know, I'm, I'm I guess beyond that, I mean, I don't think, I understand Rachel's job, but I never think about the media strategy because right. for me, it's about getting the facts, getting right. the story first, the best story. Yeah, you want the scoop. But the flip side of that is a lot of the folks we work with don't know how the media works. Right. They don't know what your deadlines are. They don't know that they shouldn't be talking all over town if they've promised you and exclusive. So that's where someone like us, so you ask what we do. I mean, that's partially what we do is we try to translate how it works yeah. <laughs> to the client front. And yeah. then the other side is we read the publications and we know who we're pitching and why we're pitching it to you. Right. A lot of folks just probably call you up, don't even know what you report on, have never read the paper, mm -hmm. right? And so it's a wrong fit. So it really saves people a lot of time yeah. to go through people who, who know how it works. Right, you know the publication that, or the press outlet that is best for the message in the audience that the client wants. All right, That's well one right. of the things that have come up in, in the press a lot and, and, and in PR today is social media. And I know it's making a lot of changes in, in both the PR world or the press world. So we're gonna take a short break, stay with us. We're gonna talk about social media right after this break. Stay with us, I'm Michael Bull. This is America's Commercial Real Estate Show. Would you like access to invest in institutional quality commercial real estate with experienced sponsors with small amounts of money? Of course you would. Visit realcrowd.com. Choose between core, core plus, value add, or opportunistic. Visit realcrowd.com. Would you like to be the top producing commercial broker in your office? Check out Michael Bull's video training. Since you're a show listener, you receive 10% off your first purchase. At checkout, use discount code CREshow. Visit commercialagentsuccess.com. Welcome back to America's Commercial Real Estate Show. I am Michael Bull, and this segment is brought to you by BullRealty.com for asset and occupancy solutions. Visit BullRealty.com, or if you recognize the name, call me directly. Well, today we're talking about press and PR strategies. My guests are Amy Wink, and she's with the Atlanta Business Chronicle. And we also have Rachel Tobin here, and she's with Jackson Spaulding, a uh, PR communications company. And of course, everyone knows biz journals around the, around the country. And one of the things that's kind of evolved, I guess, over the last several years in PR and in the press and in the, and in the 
is social media. It seems like it's gotten so big. First of all, uh, Amy, how has it changed your world at, at the Business Chronicle and, and writing these these business articles with 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 uh, Twitter and LinkedIn and Facebook and all this stuff? What's really been interesting to me is, you know, people will break news on social media. You know, five years ago, I don't feel like I could write a story based on a tweet. And that's like totally common practice nowadays, right? Yeah. Um, so it's it's really become a huge influence. It's, you know, it's just about how information spreads. Information spreads in all different ways today. Um, you know, social media definitely helps us get our information out. It helps me find sources, contact sources. Um, you know, I've been in this business, gosh, over a decade, and I just think back to when I first started. You know, there were hardly websites out there for companies, right? So <laughs> it's amazing yeah. to just see the evolution of communication. Yeah. It really has been. Yeah, and I guess in the PR world, social media has gotten huge, right? Mm, yes, very big. And um, there's terms like content marketing, you know, social media strategy. So you really need to put some thinking behind it. Sometimes you put some money behind it. And we're starting to specialize this across our agency and really lean, like tell people this is a really effective way. It's cost effective and it's effective way to get out your message the way you want. So again, we were talking earlier about um, can you stomach having the media you know, kind of interpret your information? Well, if that's not working for you or say you don't have a story um, that's really big enough for Amy to spend time on, maybe it's something about your company or culture, maybe it's more marketing. I think social media and content marketing is a really good way to go. Yeah. And if you're trying to get press for, for your project and you're designing a plan for that, should you incorporate the social media part and the timing for all of that? We encourage people to create a calendar. So it's a content calendar. So you know, so if you're going to have, say you are um, lucky enough to have a big story in the Chronicle, um, you wanna wait, let that run, and then you wanna capture that and start pushing it out on all your social channels and sharing it you know, far and wide. And I think um, we hear from a lot of reporters, especially TV reporters, um, that if you are a company, say you're, let's just pick a big uh, global brand like Amazon. If you promise that to that reporter that you will retweet their content and you already have a million followers, that reporter loves that. So sometimes you actually even coordinate a little bit to say, you know, let's cross pollinate once the content's out there. Yeah, well, that's a good point. I think I've noticed that from my show. You know, if I have guests that are going to get out and show, share the show very well, then that's kind of interesting to me because I mm -hmm. want more people to know about the show. It's interesting when I'm out in the commercial real estate world, it seems like half the people I meet and talk to know about this show and they love it once they hear it or see it. But there's about half the people that don't know, never heard of it. I'm like, <laughs> what have you, where have you been? <laughs> you know? That's right. So the guests can kind of help do that, right? That's right. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I, for commercial real estate, I have a pretty big social media following. When I look at some of the other industries, music, TV, whatever, no, it's tiny, right? <laughs> but I guess it can be helpful. Um, so what else in social media should uh, companies think about with, with PR? I think one of the challenges that some of our clients that I recommend they get more involved in social media, they're almost afraid of it, that it's too, it's too easy for a, a CEO to go out there and make a mistake or something. I would definitely say 
you know, be professional on yeah. social media, right? Um, you know, people Google everybody nowadays, mm -hmm. and that stuff pops up to the top. So, yeah. you know, your potential clients, they're going to read your tweets. Mm -hmm. They could look at your Facebook page if it's public, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, first impression counts a lot. So, I would be careful to keep your professionalism. I, I think, you know, some people get a little, you know, you know, quick, <laughs> quick, quick, quick to, fingers. <laughs> yes. Um, and I'd also say really know um, your audience or your potential consumer. I was just on a panel about social media recently and um, there was this great uh, young woman and she works for a big developer in town. And it was really interesting to hear her talk about just how many market studies and how they how closely they, they look at demographics for each of their projects before they start, start their social media campaigns. Like it's very targeted. So their different projects, whether they're in town or out in the suburbs, they approach social media totally different. Yeah. I thought that was really interesting. That's really good. So one of the examples I wanted to give you for social media is um, one of the projects that have, has really used it well in Atlanta is the Atlanta Beltline. And this project came, it started as an idea, then they mowed some grass and created trails that people <laughs> could experiment with, and then they finally started paving it. Well, all along the way, they created a voice and they created a presence. They used art and pop-up events and other things, almost so that now Atlantans feel like the Beltline is theirs. Mm -hmm. um, and you want to do that with your project. You want to think through what's the voice of your project. Who are you trying to reach? Mm -hmm. And I would tell you that not everyone needs to have their own Twitter account. <laughs> 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 uh, maybe you want it to come from the company, you know, but let's determine what that voice is and what, what you share um, that's going to appeal to people that you want to follow you. Um, so again, it goes back to strategy, thinking through your audiences, thinking through why are you communicating? You know, what call to action are you making? Mm -hmm. um, if you can't articulate that, I think you need to go back to the drawing board and figure out what you're really doing there because even though it's free to be on Facebook and Instagram, it is not free to have an employee staff it. Right. And these are 24 seven um, outlets. Yeah. And so you've got to really invest in how you're managing it, what you're saying, what, what you're sharing, how you're responding. Yeah. Um, there's, you know, just like you said, that young lady has a whole strategy for different demographics. I mean, it's really getting extremely complex. So you want to put a lot of research and time into it before yeah. just diving in. Yeah, those are good points. And I think you've got to realize, is that investment in time worthwhile? You know, so I have some individual brokers that I trained through commercialagentsuccess.com and think, well, should I get involved in social media? Yes, you should, but you know, you're an independent agent it's working in one market. You got to be careful how much time you spend on it because you really need to be with people on the phone with people. Yeah. You know, that direct contact, you know, is you can't replace that, right? That's no. right. Yeah. That's a great point. What about for social media um, issues? Have you guys dealt with uh, problem PR? Uh, where a company has done something and maybe they've put something out in social media and they come to you and go, help, what do we do? Mm -hmm. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> what do they so, do? Um, they can't just hide from it. No, right? and because people take screenshots and, you know, I think the best thing to do is try to quickly put up an apology or an explanation for what happened and then try to get people to direct message you. Um, if it's a consumer issue, like a product is malfunctioning, try to quickly get them to direct message you and get someone to help them quickly. Mm -hmm. And then if you can encourage uh, people to 
post back if everything's been solved. So that's really more of a consumer issue. If it's a reputational issue, I mean, sometimes you just have to take your lumps, Mm -hmm. make your apology, and then let time, you know, wash over it and and try to move on. Sometimes that's faster than others. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Well, good. What I want to get to next is some great examples of, of companies, of projects that you've seen do really well with PR and with the press. So stay with us. We're going to take a quick break and we'll hear about some great examples. Stay with us. I'm Michael Bull. This is America's Commercial Real Estate Show. Are you looking for proven property management and facilities management education? Visit BOMI.org. That's B-O-M-I, Building Owners and Managers Institute International. They are the trusted source for education in the property and facilities industry. Visit BOMI.org. Are you looking to buy, sell, or lease commercial real estate? You're invited to contact Bull Realty for customized asset and occupancy solutions. Call 404-876-1640 or visit bullrealty.com. Welcome back to America's Commercial Real Estate Show. I'm Michael Bull. The segment is brought to you by BOMI.org. That's B-O-M-I. They are the industry standard for education with facilities and property management. Do check them out. Well, today we're talking about press and PR strategies. We have two experts in Studio One with us, Rachel Tobin, Tobin and Amy Wink. And I've known you so long, I'm messing up your name now. So. That's all right. At least you called my name. There you go. So I'd like to ask you, you know, how do we start out if we're, if we're going to look at a good example of how a company or a developer or a development that really needs to get the right messaging out, how should we start thinking about that? It's a great question, and we love for people to actually think about it before they hit go, you know. Um, sometimes we say you have to slow down to speed up. Um, you want to really think about who your target audience is. So say you're a hotel brand. Um, if you know that you're going after the younger traveler, um, like, remember the W, they started with, like, had their own scent, and it was wherever, whenever they would do anything for you. Um, I mean, they just had a definite brand identity, um, So and they knew who their target market was. So if you know those things and you also have a very strong brand culture, um, then you can start to develop the ways that you're going to push that out. Uh, one example locally that I think we've all seen really succeed is with uh, North American Properties and Avalon. Uh, they have used pop-up events and um, art and just they've had touch points for every development of that project and um, we understand that through the way that they've communicated they've developed such a following that they can get you know hundreds of people at events in just a moment's notice if they put it out on social media and to to put that in perspective to you if you're around the country not familiar with Avalon it's a very large mixed-use project but it's out in suburbia I mean it's not where you'd it's not in town it's not you know, uh, downtown type of property. And they've got rents and pricing out there that is matching in town. So, you know, they, that, that presence and that, that understanding of that identity of that project has really helped it be successful. Well, on that point, you really have to look at how they, how they did that. They started doing their social media 
way before they broke ground. So they started, they, they really felt like building a presence in the community. So they would ask people, what do you want to see in this project? Do you want this tenant? Do you want this tenant? Do you want this tenant? And people interacted with that. And so when that project opened, they, had a, they already had a following. They had a loyalty in the community because those people felt like they were part of the project from ground up. Yeah. It was really, really interesting. Yeah, and I think that brings up another good example that if you own a, you're developing or managing a project that involves retail or mixed use is to get your tenants involved. Right. Look at what they're doing and, and have some meetings and try to create some some synergy and power by by your your messaging. Right. And a lot of times you're bringing in big brands if mm -hmm. you're doing a mixed use project. So why wouldn't you want the Whole Foods to bring, you know, the power of their social media and their brand to mm -hmm. your project? Um, I think those meetings should happen early and often. I think you should try to support each other with your marketing and your PR, mm -hmm. you know, and if you don't do it, you're really missing a big opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, so just having you on the show, Jackson Spaulding Machine is going to just, my show is going to be huge now. It's going to be huge. Huge, <laughs> huge. Huge. So what are some other examples of, of companies or developments that have just really done it right with the, with the press and PR? I think we were talking earlier, we see the hotel brands do it really well. Um, they've put a lot of thought into every part of their hotel, you know, what goes into the guest rooms, what restaurants do they want. And so I think because of that, they, they've really identified who their target market is and they've come out with some strong, um, just strong branding. Mm -hmm. uh, you see strong commercials, strong social media channels, and a local example in Atlanta is International, it's IHG, Intercontinental mm -hmm. Hotel Group. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they own a lot of um, brands that y'all might recognize, um, and I think we see them doing a pretty good job. Have you noticed their yeah, work sometimes? definitely. Mm -hmm. And I'd also say, um, you know, the developments that really try to become a part of the fabric of the community. So they're not just constantly, okay, look at what I'm doing, look at what I'm doing. It's they're retweeting influencers in their community. They're they're talking about other events besides just the ones happening at their projects. Mm -hmm. They really try to be part of the community. People really resonate with that. It's authentic. It's it's not forced. It doesn't feel like advertising all the time. Right. Um, so I, I just think those are just some general tips to, to try. Right. I mean, that's great. So you can be a voice of, of that market area rather than just trying to push your individual project all the time, right? Kind of some of the rules you learn in social media in general, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I think it's important to remember people have curiosity. If they mm. see the fences go up and they see the cranes start moving, um, so why don't you use that natural curiosity and answer the questions and host events? Um, I think you should almost always do a groundbreaking. You should do a topping out. You should do a ribbon cutting. You should invite people in. I mean, just the more that people feel like you're open and you want to communicate, you're not trying to be secretive. Um, it builds trust. It builds interest. So go ahead and take advantage of all those opportunities to, to talk to people about yeah. it. Yeah, that's a good point. I've had people that know I'm in the commercial real estate industry that will ask me about that. What are they building over there? What's that development over there? <laughs> yeah, you're right. So people are curious that are just uh, everyday people that work and live in, in the market areas. That's right. Yeah. We worked on the Buckhead Atlanta project mm -hmm. and I, you know, it, it started... It was started by one developer, another developer ended up with it because of the recession, and then it sat there for a really, really long time. Cranes just were 
not moving. And so when the new developer got in there, we would get calls if anything happened, if a banner was moved, if the crane swung a little from bit. From the public. <laughs> from the public. Right. Right. <laughs> and so we had very much a, what could we say every month about it just to keep um, people kind of, that curiosity is insatiable. And what we find is if there's a lack of messaging from your side, people will fill the vacuum with their own information. <laughs> it's really great to go out there and tell people, you know, from your perspective, what's going on. Yeah, yeah, and you gotta be careful with that. And uh, we're gonna have to take a short break, but what I'd like to ask you next is, what are some of the mistakes to avoid? What are some of the things you've seen people do or companies do or developments do that you, uh, the wrong move guys, that was a mistake. You always want to avoid the mistakes. So stay with us. I'm Michael Bull. This is America's Commercial Real Estate Show. Promote your business to the U.S. commercial real estate industry. Click advertise at the show website, CREshow.com. Welcome back to America's Commercial Real Estate Show. I am Michael Bull. The excitement is brought to you by ArborCrowd.com. Check them out for crowdfunding for commercial real estate, whether you're a sponsor or an investor. Well, today we're talking about the press, we're talking about PR, and we have some experts here. We have Amy Wink, and she's from the Atlanta Business Chronicle, and we have Rachel Tobin, and she's from Jackson Spaulding, a PR firm. And, you know, I think one of the things that you want to know what's to do right, but you also want to make sure you avoid the mistakes, and I'm sure you've both seen the mistakes. You know, what about with the press? What, what are some mistakes to avoid? Um. Well, I think that you should always answer your phone if I call, even if you don't want to comment. It's best for us to talk. Um, I think that you're, that's your best strategy. Um, don't ignore you? Don't ignore me. <laughs> also, don't call too much. <laughs> don't bother you. <laughs> don't bother me. Um, you know, I, I, I have a, a lot that comes on my plate, and I'm definitely going to contact you, you know, so just know that. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, another thing, you know, don't lie to me. That's actually probably the biggest thing to not do. Um, People that's gonna, lie to you? Yeah. <laughs> that's hard to believe. <laughs> that's going to damage our relationship um, and that it's, it's not going to go well. I mean, I'm ultimately going to find the facts, so you should know that. Um, the other thing, um, I mean, that's those are the big. And I guess the speed to respond to you, right? Yeah, please, yeah, respond to Talked me. Talked about quickly. that earlier in the segment. You, you got to respond quickly to the press because you guys are under deadlines. Right. Right. Uh huh. And what about I know in, in PR, there's a lot of mistakes to avoid. What are some of the big ones? One thing we see people do a lot is not be prepared. So most companies, and if you're a construction company or developer, you really should have a crisis plan in place. Um, we've had major developers and, and others who are clients who've had um, a lot of things happen on their properties, either construction accidents or tenants that get involved in domestic violence disputes, ATMs being stolen. So if you're not ready for that, you know, who, you know, the TV truck shows up on property. Your property manager should know exactly who to call and who the spokesperson is. Um, if it's a big deal, like say Amy calls you and you're not ready to talk about it, um, but you shouldn't say no comment. You should have a statement of some kind ready. Um, and that's where your PR team or possibly a PR firm can help you craft that statement. Um, and also 
I mean, the number one thing you can't do is like lie and also break the law. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we had actually a company call us who wanted to evict all their tenants to redo their affordable housing, and it was against the law. And we were like, we really can't get you out of that squeeze. <laughs> well, you might want to keep moving <laughs> because yeah. we're not going to help you there. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that that is a mistake. Yeah, uh, that's a mistake. The law, and mm -hmm. then that'll get me out of this one. Right. Yeah. Like we're not here to. Been that we are here to help you get your message out, but if your message is nothing to see here, move along. But you're breaking the law, you're evicting tenants. I don't think that's a good place to be, and we're yeah. not going to be able to prevent the bad PR on that one. What if you think that you've got a, a press worthy of happening, and you're using what you think are the proper methods to get it out there, and there and it's just ghost. It's just you're not seeing anybody covering it. What might you have done wrong? Hmm. <laughs> That's interesting. Maybe you didn't pitch the story right. You know, I get mm -hmm. a lot of emails. People reach out to me on Facebook and LinkedIn and Twitter, mm -hmm. like all the, the ch all the channels. Um, so maybe your pitch wasn't clearly defined or it wasn't well written. Maybe it was too long. Well, first of all, you're assuming mm -hmm. it was pitched. Maybe they used this an automatic service. Right, they were supposed to send the press release out to the world. No, that's a mistake. That's a mistake one. <laughs> don't put your, don't just throw it up on PR Newswire. Yeah, yeah. Because then it's out to the world. So in, in my view, that's going to be a lower priority item because it's right. already out to the world. It's, I have no chance of an exclusive, right? Yeah. So that's, you know, if you want to do it mistake. that way, okay, mm -hmm. you can do it that way. But that you're going to. That may be gonna, why you didn't hear anything. Yeah, mm -hmm. that may be why you're not getting a front page story in, in the paper. And then the proper <laughs> pitch, right? The proper pitch. Mm -hmm. And to think about the proper pitch, what might we want to think about? This goes back to mistakes people make. <laughs> this is great. Uh, they haven't read Amy's column. They don't know what she writes about. Mm -hmm. And they send her something that, I mean, I, I can't even think of a proper example right now, but there's so much you wouldn't cover. Mm -hmm. And so make sure that you're, you've thought it through, you've spent some time reviewing the publication you think you're targeting. Mm -hmm. um, and then understand that we have huge deals going on in Atlanta right now. Mm -hmm. And deals that would have gotten coverage in the recession times are now really not as newsworthy when you have Amazon looking for headquarters across the country and Apple and something maybe happened in the Gulch. I mean, there's just so much that's huge dollar signs, big brand names. And so if your $10 million transaction doesn't make it anymore, then I recommend that you maybe buy um, the Chronicle. I'm going to give you guys a little commercial. Uh, they started a feature called Companies on the Move. It's similar to their People on the Move segment, and you pay for it. But it also it goes on their website. People really do see it. We always get great response from People on the Move. Um, so maybe that is, a, an, or that's a use for your PR newswire. Um, if you need to just, because that goes into your SEO, your search engine optimization, your bucket of credibility, right? Um, or you pitch it to a trade. I mean, I think you have to have your expectations in line with what your story really is. Yeah. Right? And so you have to know the right publications that want your kind of story, right? And then what's right. the pitch? What makes it interesting to them? And then I think really what makes your project just interesting anyway? Are you creating a lot of jobs? You know, are you creating a lot of business to the market area? Really, kind of what what's interesting, right? 
That's a great point. Yeah. Business reporters want data. Yeah. They want numbers. If you call Amy and say, I have this great project, but you won't tell her what you think the price on it is, mm -hmm. it makes it harder for her to judge where to put it in the lineup of everyone that's pitching. I, at least I'm saying that. Yeah. Is that true? <laughs> I mean, here's an idea. Um, you know, so much of life is a give and take, right? What if you help me out in a different way and we start to build a relationship? I know I can call on you. You maybe you'll give me a tip in the marketplace. How how am I going to approach when you come to me with a story? Then if we've been, if you've been helping me out, yeah. it's just a thought. Yes, it comes, <laughs> it comes back to the old commercial real estate world. It's relationships, right? right? It's relationships. It's build relationships, and if you yeah. if you have no relationships with the press, you might want to think about a PR firm. And if you are trying to build relationships with the press, you might think about you know the your business. Um, uh, journal there in your 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 uh, market and who is it right and and who covers what you do and and build a relationship right and give them some tips that's right <laughs> to amy's, we love those to amy's point too um i can call amy and i can try to set up an appointment or a meeting but if you developer or construction company owner or broker if you call her directly her ears are going to perk up and mm -hmm. she's going to say oh yeah i want to know you mm -hmm. um and i think so you've seen some developers over time use PR firms, but once they've built those relationships, you actually see them not needed as much because now they have those direct connections. And so, again, gauge who you are, where you are. If you need some help, there's people that can help you. If you're ready to go and, and you've become like a Michael Bull or the press know you, <laughs> um, you may not need as much help anymore. So, And I just love Amy's um, emphasis on relationship building. Yeah. Uh, we try to tell our clients that as well <laughs> and um, we don't want people to fear it you know but come to the table with something you know and and try to start the back and forth yeah. well what would you leave the audience with is a, a final tip for them either mistake to avoid or something that might help them in their press and PR strategies you want me to go first <laughs> um, I would just continue to emphasize preparation and thinking through who your audience is thinking what, about why you're communicating, thinking about what you're communicating, right? Because if you can't start with those things, it's going to be very hard for you to feel like you've achieved something because mm -hmm. those should that should sort of be the foundation for your goals. Yeah. Um, and we always like to start with your strategy. What's your actual business strategy? Are you trying to grow by a percentage or get a certain tenant or attract a certain market? Okay, well, now we can build something around that that is going to help you reach those ultimate goals. Yeah, and that makes sense. And you think I think about it in terms of social media, which has the word media in it, right? And you know, I'll That's see an right. office tenant rep in Chicago and he's posting things about commercial real estate all the time. Well, guess what? The people you want to reach are businesses in Chicago and they don't care about commercial real estate every day. You That's want to right. tweet and share things that are interesting to them about their business that could help them in their community, right? That's right. So final tip. I'd focus first on your business. Do what you do best. Be the best at what you do. Get big deals. The press is going to follow naturally. It's a it's a really natural process. And when we do call, don't be afraid of us. I'm not I'm not always carrying a recorder. I rarely carry <laughs> carry a recorder. I'm not I'm not out to get you. I'm I'm here to work with you. You know I want to uh, facilitate the flow of business in the market too. So you know we work together to grow business in the city. So I just that's 
I think it's as simple as that. I, I, now I'm more motivated now. You just looked at me, you looked at the audience, get good deals, get big deals, do big projects, do great things, and you will be in the press. I think, well, I think that's true. Well, great information, ladies. Thanks for joining us here in Studio One today. Thank you. Thanks for having us. And thank you for joining us around the country, around the world. We appreciate your comments. We appreciate you sharing. And we love to hear from you in our social media. So do connect with us and uh, let us know what you think about all these tips and strategies. And until next week, be sure that you always lead, learn, and laugh. And join us for America's Commercial Real Estate Show. America's Commercial Real Estate Show is brought to you by Bull Realty, Asset and Occupancy Solutions, BOMI.org, Property and Facility Management Education, Real Crowd, Crowdfunding with Professionals, The News Funnel, Real Estate News Personalized, CommercialAgentSuccess.com, Video Training from Michael Bull. To access these great companies or for more videos, podcasts, and articles, visit CREshow.com.